the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Bisberg. I'm your host, Mike Howard, in studio with Patrice Matamoris of Junior Achievement of Western Pennsylvania. And Junior Achievement of Western Pennsylvania is the sponsor for this episode. Patrice, welcome to Bisberg. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to be here today. Well, I've been waiting for this. And this would be a lot of fun to learn more. I, I feel like I know a little bit about you all since we've been talking for a while, but uh, just to hear more stories and get it from you again. And hey, uh, most of us are better learners by repetition anyway. So uh, I love what, what being a host does for me. I just get to learn a lot. But we're glad to have you here. And I thought I'd just uh, introduce you to the audience that way as the president of Junior Achievement of Western Pennsylvania. Let's tell them a little bit about that, but then I'm going to dial you all the way back to your days in Montana, probably, and then bring you back up, if that's okay. Okay, that's fine with me. I'm (laughs) happy to do that. Yeah, so tell us just a little about the organization. So a little bit about Junior Achievement is uh, it strengthens communities by ensuring every child has an opportunity to succeed. Uh, Through business leaders and community mentor volunteers, we provide relevant and authentic experiential pathways to give kids K through 12 knowledge and skills in financial literacy. So it's a really amazing program um, because not only do we do financial literacy, but we also do workforce readiness and we have uh, classes on entrepreneurship. So we can introduce kids to a a wide array of different things that they can do to succeed. And so they're 100% ready for their lives. You know, my wife and I are always kidding about, you know, we wish our kids had more practical classes in school. You know, let's sit them down and teach them about our auto insurance and about how to do better. And some schools do that, some don't. I'm going to guess this is a big part of that if, if a child is involved in junior achievement. It is absolutely a huge part of what junior achievement does. And um, there are there are certain curriculums that go. kids will be placed in real-life sit- situations mm-hmm. and scenarios. For instance, you may be a doctor in your scenario, and you may buy this kind of house, and you get to... Um, buy this kind of car, and then things happen in your life just like it happens to us in real life, right? You yeah. get a speeding ticket, or you end up having to go to the doctor to pay bills. So it's kind of a way for kids to be able to experience prematurely what real life kind of hands to you. I don't know if you all do this, but maybe we should set up like moot court. So, yeah, you, know, you got a tra- traffic ticket. Now you got to go stand before the judge. That'd be kind of fun, it, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> not really. In that, standing in front of a judge is never fun. No, no, but at least it gives them that uh, little bit of, okay, I don't ever want to do this again. Exactly. <laughs> You're listening to Bisberg. I'm your host, uh, Mike Howard. We are in studio with Patrice Matamoros, president of Junior Achievement of Western Pennsylvania. And let's see if I can get this website right. JAWesternPA.org. Is that right? Yes. Okay, we want to make sure we say that a lot because we want to send people there to find out all the things that you are doing. Okay, so before I take you back to Montana again, one more question. So for for a parent or, or even uh, children that might be listening, how early can can a child be involved with junior achievement? We have classes uh, K through twelve. Oh, clear back so to kindergarten. Yeah, I must so have missed that. That's all awesome. the way from elementary school all the way through high school. So okay. we follow kids through their entire pathway throughout their adolescence, and then when they get into high school, and then 
then go on to college or jobs. And I'm curious, yeah, when they get on to college or out, uh, obviously we've talked before just in our meetings about the volunteer side of it, but what do you see of children that go through this and finish high school or go into college, how do they stay or get back involved again? So there's some really amazing statistics on junior achievement alumni, and some of those statistics are 45% of that alumni ends up um, doing the same thing that the JA volunteer was teaching them really? and in the same field that the JA volunteer was. So 45% is a huge number. That is. 52% of the kids will actually start their own businesses versus somebody who has not gone through that program. So there are some really amazing um, statistics and even even in some of the uh, urban settings, what we're seeing in 3DE high schools is that kids are graduating at a 90% graduation rate versus maybe a 75%. Wow, that's incredible. Okay, so so you probably had this down in your list a little later. I was going to talk about this, but I'm bringing it out now. If we have someone that's listening that says, my school doesn't have this or my school does have this, How do I find out more about it? What would you suggest to a listener right now? I would suggest that they get in touch with their school to see if they do indeed have a program. If they don't have a program, then it's really getting the administration to to really agree to maybe looking at doing the program in the school. However, we do have uh, virtual classes and we have mm-hmm. BizTown Adventures, which oh, is a virtual curriculum that. Yeah. Um, that kids can be uh, doing that at home virtually okay. with their parents. Excellent. All right, you're listening to BizBurg. I'm your host, Mike Howard, in studio with Patrice Matamoros, president of Junior Achievement of Western PA and the website is jawesternpa.org. I just like the way that flows. jawesternpa.org. Okay, now we're going to take that trip back in time. You are originally from Montana, isn't that right? I am. Oh, that's a place that is definitely. I mean, people talk about Italy and Greece, and I, I want to see those too, but man, Montana is def- on my bucket list. Yeah, it's a beautiful state and wide open country, and there's a reason they call it Big Sky Country. Oh, I watch the uh, Aerial America, and they, they make it. So you see those big skies. It's pretty good. Well, tell us about growing up there and a little bit about life in Montana that kind of helped bring you along the path you've been on. Right. So I grew up in rural Montana and... Uh, really a community in which it was a tiny, tiny community. It's not even on most maps because it's probably about 30 houses. Um, but I grew up on a hill and we ended up being very self-sustaining. So we uh, chopped firewood to heat our house. We oh, uh, hunted for our food during the winter. We had a root cellar. We had multiple gardens, an acre of potatoes and corn and uh, livestock. So I grew up really in a self-sustaining environment and it was really key to I think my resiliency now and then it was also a driver for me to get out also because it's a really hard life yeah and And, what's what's the closest uh city you were great falls montana near great falls okay yes all right and i know there was a little bit of a family i don't know if you want to call it experiment or an outing for you and your siblings yes uh, that you went through uh, that has you know stuck with you to today tell us about that yeah that that was an interesting experience um in my dad who was a vietnam vet was really wanted to teach us survival skills so there's no better way to teach people survival skills than dropping them off in the middle of the bob marshall wilderness for two weeks to try to fend for themselves so we went through a two-week period my brother and sister and my dad did go but he he packed minimal food and we really literally hiked Every day, it was looking at a topographical map, figuring out which body of water we could get to to try to fish. So some days you hike 25, 30 miles. Other days you 
hiked until your legs were tired, and then you had to get close enough to something to find food. Yeah, that's incredible. So that experience has taught you. How, how did you apply that, I guess, over the years into your business or nonprofit world? Well, I hoard food. <laughs> so I'm always looking at resources everywhere I go and trying to actually just kind of catalog what's out there, what's available in case I ever need it. So it's kind of made me really resourceful in, yeah. in what I do. And I think that's translatable. And what I've done first with the Pittsburgh Marathon and, uh, and Junior Achievement is uh, by no means a startup. It's an 80-year-old organization. But these times are unprecedented in what has happened yeah. through the pandemic. Well, for me, up until about the mid-90s, I always thought wrestling was the coolest, toughest, best sport in the world. And then my kids got involved in cross-country, and I actually got involved in a little bit of coaching, more for just trying to help the kids in the back of the pack finish. Uh, You and I have never really talked much about your experience with cross-country, but I think that is one of the best sports there is. Can you tell us a little about your experience there and how that's kind of played into your your business life? Yeah, yeah. So cross-country, I was in cross-country and track. I was. We're not talking flat. We're talking Montana Montana. It's got to be big waters, big hills. I ran on cow trails and I had uh, gravel (laughs) roads to run on and train on and great hills and mountains and coolies and um, actually had uh, turkey that trained with me for a period of time. (laughs) And he was a pet turkey. But um, in any case, it really, I think what it did was it created a foundation and a baseline for discipline and commitment and dedication to an overall achievement or goal. So what I was able to do, I ran on a full ride scholarship and then I injured my hip Mm. and I was kind of lost for a while and ended up uh, picking myself back up, finishing school. And then I applied to what I knew from running. I applied that same philosophy to business. So I think that there's a huge translation in terms of that. Yeah, uh, you're listening to Bizberg. I'm your host, Mike Howard. We are in studio with Patrice Matamoros, president of Junior Achievement of Western PA. You can find them at jawesternpa.org. And the thing I always loved about cross country was most of the races we went to, there'd be 100 or 200 guys and gals running. You knew there's only going to be one winner. Yes. So everyone else is kind of like trying to place or beat a prior time. And it's just, to me, that was really neat. It was so much not about trying to win the race, but just trying to do better all the time and get better. Exactly. I mean, it's all about uh, personal achievement, but you're also on a team. So you learn how to work together Mm -hmm. as a team, how to motivate each other and inspire each other. So it's a really uh, critical life skill. There was a web blog to West Virginia for my son ran in this and their team went and they were projected to get sixth. They got third because he was projected at 87th and he finished 49th and they called him the most valuable runner. I'm like, what sport does that at 49th place? You're the most valuable runner. That's when I really thought, man, this cross country is the real deal. It is. It's a really amazing sport and running you can do anytime, anywhere, and it has very little cost associated with it. Yeah, I'd like to say that segment was sponsored by Cross Country USA or something, but I can't. It just, it's a part of your life. It's a part of my life and it's just a great experience. Okay. Well, let's move into a little bit about, well, before we hit the programs, tell us how you got to Pittsburgh, your involvement with the Pittsburgh Marathon, and then we'll, we'll shift back into junior achievement. Yeah. So, um, I actually ended up in Pittsburgh about, I've been here for about 20 years now. Okay. So I had lived in Virginia beach. My former husband was a Navy SEAL. 
So a lot of, you know, him moving, being away, and then we ended up moving several times. Final landing spot was here. And what happened was I, I had a child and realized I was in corporate America and it was a really demanding job and mm-hmm. a lot of travel. And I realized that I really wanted to be home with my child. So yeah. I basically worked out, you know, time so that I could stay at home, but it, then I decided, well, if I'm having kids, and I had three kids in four years, and then was wanted to keep my skill skill set honed. So I did a lot of volunteer work for mostly women and children's uh, nonprofit okay. organizations from Annapolis all the way up to Philadelphia and then here. Excellent. Excellent. So you get to uh, um, Junior Achievement, but you came in during the pandemic. Yes. So it's not like you were there prior to that. So... Tell us a little bit about what that was like coming into it in a pandemic. And I'm sure you probably have done homework or knew about the group before the pandemic. How has all that played out and how are you dealing with those programs now? Yeah, so that's a really great question because after the marathon, um, I was there for 11 years and I was trying to figure out what else was meaningful to me because mm-hmm. obviously running's in my life. And the other thing that's really meaningful to me is education because mm-hmm. I do think that education is a cure for a lot of our societal problems. And I think that by offering that access to kids across all fronts, it's very valuable. Uh, when I was, you know, offered the position, I was thrilled. And as you know, I'm not one to shy away from a challenge. <laughs> it's kind of like I got dropped in the middle of a pandemic with a new organization. And I just see it as an incredible challenge and an opportunity. And the people that are within Junior Achievement of Western Pennsylvania are absolutely amazing. Our entire team is fantastic. And I think that we're going to do really amazing things together. So I look at it as an opportunity to see what we can do and see what what changes we're going to create long term um, as a result of the pandemic. I think it's going to make us stronger. Definitely. And it's one of those things where you're one of those organizations where it really thrives on face-to-face interaction and education and teaching. But you've been able, like many, to bring in the virtual. How yes. has that worked? What have you seen there? And how do you see things changing as, as we move, hopefully, out of this pandemic before too long? Yeah, so uh, I guess it's really interesting. I think that it's astounding still going through a virtual curriculum. We've been able to impact at least 40,000 kids through this period of time. Wow. So that's a lot of kids that we're still impacting. It's a virtual curriculum. So really, I see it as it's enrichment to classrooms. It's mm-hmm. also an enrichment to um, families. You know, we're looking at families a lot of families are saying we've got to get our kids out of the basement and the families want their kids to be interacting in a, in a smart way and they want them to be learning still. Well, Junior Achievement offers that opportunity. So there's still an amazing opportunity in Western Pennsylvania. We serve over 330 schools okay. and we've actually um, are still biz town is uh, open for virtual experiences. We just hosted a homeschool group yesterday. Um, and mind you, we follow all the COVID mm-hmm. um, protocols and make sure that everything is safe and everything is clean. And we partner with uh, G- Germinator as a sponsor Excellent. to right. to make sure that everything like that. is great. But <laughs> there's still opportunities for families yeah. to get involved in this opportunity and, and to see what their kids can do. Um, in terms of learning more and enriching their lives. Great. You're listening to Bisberg. I'm your host, Mike Howard, in studio with Patrice Matamoris, president of Junior Achievement of Western PA. And you can log on to their website and find out all kinds of information at jawesternpa.com. 
org. That's J-A-WesternPA.org. Well, I know one of your kind of slogans is taking students out of the classroom and into the real world. So let's talk about the Experimental Learning Lab. Let's talk about um, all the things that, especially after the pandemic, that these these young folks are going to be able to get into. Yeah, so let's in, paint a picture. Okay, <laughs> we'll paint that picture because it's absolutely amazing. It's a, a treasure and an asset to the region. And I think that people need to see what we've got because they won't believe the the resource that we have right here in Western Pennsylvania. We opened in January of 2020. It's a 10,000 square foot, uh, fully interactive community simulation called JA BizTown. And at the facility, it said uh, South Fayette Township. So right off of uh, Bridgeville exit 54. Yeah, okay. The experience, it really starts out with uh, classroom instruction and culminates in a four and a half visit, four and a half hour visit to JA BizTown. And there are 19 storefronts in this virtual town. Well, it's not actually so virtual. Cool. It's a real town, but it's a mocked four, 19 different storefronts. And it really represents our local community. It's our, our businesses in the local community that have purchased the storefronts to help kids learn how business is conducted. So there's actually a city hall in it also. That's cool. There's a radio and there's a disc jockey position. Well, good. <laughs> so it's a really great experience because what the kids will do is they'll go through this immersive curriculum for four to five weeks. They'll mm-hmm. come in. It's for uh, four to six graders. Okay. They'll come in and they actually have to interview for the jobs that they're going to work on. So nice. they can either be a CEO or a CFO. But then there's also the district jockey do- job. Mm-hmm. There's also a mayor job. There's also a police job. So it's the town when it gets up and running is really cool because the kids have been prepared to run the town yeah. because we've prepared them for the for four to five weeks. That's really neat. Yeah. So uh, someday maybe we'll have to do a Bizburg at BizTown. That would be kind of fun, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, it would. <laughs> a, live, a live shot. Something like With that. With the yeah. kids. Yeah. Tell us then a little bit about what's kind of the end result of that program for the kids or even, and, and I think too, a little bit, what are the benefits to the schools here? Oh, yeah. So the benefits of the schools and really the results of our programs and the goals of our programs is just to envision a world where every student is 100% prepared. I mean, that's really the objective. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they're not only are they prepared, but they're employed and inspired. Um, so we're really laying a foundation for economic opportunity in our region as we see it. I'm going to guess the answer to this is yes, but uh, and I know you haven't been there a long time, but what do you think when, when a, a young person that's graduating high school has been involved with junior achievement has that on their college application? What, what's that going to do for them? I think it's going to add to what they're able to bring to the table, and it shows that they're, they're kids that reach above and beyond mm-hmm. what is typically presented in a, in a classroom curriculum, because this is something that will enrich a kid's perspective on Mm -hmm. the world. And I think it will add more meaning to their lives and what they've experienced and can bring to the real world. Excellent. You're listening to Bisberg. I'm your host, Mike Howard. We are in studio with Patrice Matamoros, president of Junior Achievement of Western PA. And the website is jawesternpa.org. But you are actually a little more responsible for not just Western PA, right? A little bit more under your umbrella? 
Exactly. So we handle over 50 counties, but we're also expanding into the northern tier of West Virginia. Okay. So so it is a, a very big territory and a lot of kids to impact because we're going from urban to rural and sure. a lot of different communities and a lot of different schools. Well, I wanted to bring that out because our signal does go out there and obviously the phone is kind of the new radio. So a lot of people are listening on apps. So they as well should contact you and find out or, or call their school and see what's, yes. what's going on there. Well, the other thing I want to make sure we talked about, uh, we probably have some business folks are listening and they're think, maybe thinking, well, is there anything a business can do to get involved with junior achievement and help out? Absolutely. Um, really, junior achievement is really funded largely on on donations from co- the corporate community. Okay. Well, then that's, I'm glad we went down that road. Exactly. <laughs> and it's a really great way for corporations to engage in the community with kids. Um, because the curriculum is vetted by, you know, it's a DOE approved curriculum. We also have a workforce readiness program. So a lot of, we're, we're hearing from a lot of our corporations who say, you know, we have positions that people can fill. They don't need to go to college for them, but this could be a pathway for success also. Mm-hmm. So those are the different types of ways that we'll uh, engage with a corporation is through our workforce readiness program. Okay. A lot of our corporations in the community are responsible in terms of what are they giving back? So they're volunteering to be part of the classroom. And then the funding is really helpful for the schools that are in underserved areas and underserved communities. Mm-hmm. So the help goes directly back to a kid. And that's nice. really, I think, the focus is the programming. Um, and we also have a very strong um, DE&I initiative and looking at going deeper into communities. So it's a great way for a business to plug in with a truly vetted and viable organization nice. that has real impact. Nice. And so if we have a an educator or even a business person that's related to or knows educators, what's what's in the uh, on the side of it for them? What, what are the school's responsibilities or expectations? We've obviously mentioned some of the benefits. What would someone like that need need to know or? or want to find out? Well, I think as far as the schools are concerned, our job is to make it as easy as possible to implement into the schools. Okay. So it's really to make sure that this is something seamless for the schools. It's an added benefit. Okay. Um, Schools are required to have a certain amount of artifacts, which are enrichment programs, and this does have artifacts that are are validated artifacts. So schools... It's a bonus for schools to be able to provide programs like this. Now, funding for something typically in terms of curriculum is about $44 per child. So that's really what we utilize our business community and our corporate community for. But we also want to start building out our individual giving program in that regard because if somebody could support a kid for $44 a month Mm -hmm. at the end of the year, you've provided a real tangible asset to somebody. I don't believe that investment over that period of time, however long it is, will ever even be able to be calculated because what it will do for that young man or woman will just be incredible to their to their life. Exactly. There are stories after stories of how junior achievement has impacted uh, someone uh, exponentially and has changed and really formed who they became. That's awesome. You're listening to Bisberg. I'm your host, Mike Howard, in studio with Patrice Matamoros, president of Junior Achievement of Western PA. And the website is jawesternpa.org. And just our last few minutes, Patrice, why don't you give us one of those success stories, or I think you might call them even mission moments um, of, of what you've seen or heard already? 
Oh, yeah. There are so many mission moments. We could do another episode or two probably, Exactly. Right? <laughs> we could actually bring the kids that, that have those that. moments that. because that's a really, really great <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, story. But uh, so we had, I guess I'll go back to the most recent story, which was actually yesterday when we had our homeschool group that oh, was yeah. in okay. BizTown. And there was a brother and sister, and they were working in one aspect of BizTown. And we had closed some of the storefronts based on just COVID restrictions mm-hmm. and also just on the amount of kids that were there. It was a small group of people. So there was uh, the brother and sister were working inside a Burnscallow real estate when a staff member came up to talk to them. And the brother mentioned that he was hoping his sister would have been able to be placed in the UPMC mm-hmm. site um, because uh. it, we have actually a mock UPMC children's hospital oh site my. inside of BizTown. So he explained when oh, he, you know, when we further asked, like, what, you know, so why does your sister want to become a nurse? You know, what does your sister want to do? And what's the interest in the hospital? He explained that his sister had a kidney transplant last year and wants to be well-trained, a well-trained dialysis nurse Oh my! when she's older. Yeah. So she's already, she was in the hospital over 170 days last year undergoing treatments um, with a kidney transplant. And that was an impactful change. And she already knows what she wants to be when she grows up because the nurses and doctors helped her so much. So she's really excited to come back to BizTown when BizTown's fully open, fully open where yeah. she can be a real, you know, she really be part of that role within Children's Hospital. And uh, so it was a really great story. Um, well, that's, that's neat because it's almost like you're able to provide that transition from dream to reality. Right. And really give them that, that bridge between the two. Right. And it's, a, it's kind of a bite-sized you know, opportunity. That's awesome. Well, you've been listening to Bizberg. I'm your host, Mike Howard. We've been in studio with Patrice Matamoros, president of Junior Achievement of Western PA. The website is jawesternpa.org. Patrice, gosh, as always, the time runs out on us, especially for great stories like this. What's the last thing you might say to someone with our last few seconds to contact you? Um, Invite them. Yes, (laughs) yes. just go onto our website, check out our programs, um, get involved with the organization. Feel free to reach out. Again, just go to the website, www.jawesternpa.org. And I think you have videos and things like there so they can learn a little more before maybe calling you or whatnot. We do, we do. And then we also have Facebook. Um, go on Facebook and like. Oh yeah, like our sure. page. Social media. Okay. Go on to LinkedIn. Go on to social media channels, yeah. and you can have up to date information in real time of what we're doing. Excellent, Patrice. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having us. Mm-hmm. We we'll appreciate s- it. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next time on Bizberg. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.